Section 1 of The Rover, Volume 1, Number 15. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Rover, Volume 1, Number 15, edited by Seba Smith and Lawrence Labrie. Section 1. Alice. Lady, of what art thou dreaming now? Why is the shadow of sadness lying across thine ample brow, where brightness should be and gladness? Why is that drooping head and that half-abstracted eye seeming as if before it spread the joys of the past did lie? As if thy spirit pondered the things of days gone by, and shadows before it wandered, thought hidden dreamily. Over thee arches the summer sky, the summer's gladsome breath is stirring along the plains beneath that in pleasant sunshine lie. The far-off sunlit glades, the moving cloud-trailed shades, over the valleys and hills are creeping, the steel-blue river is gently sweeping, under the shade and flashing bright as it rounds into the glistening light and far below in silence go all living creatures to and fro diminished to a fairy show but them thou seest not while thine abstracted eye half turning heedlessly gazeth upon some nearer spot which entereth not into thy thought a veil is swung before thy sight and shifting figures o'er it move changing and restless dark and bright as when a curtain swayeth the picture upon it playeth and shifteth with the light thou seest as from thy parapet the dawning of thy childhood's prime the glories of a youthful time which long ago have set again the pulse in every vein beats quickly and the sense of youth free from all consuetude of pain stripes from thy soul its sorrowing chain thou art a happy child again truthful and yet unconscious of thy truth no check of impulse gives thee pause no fear that thou art doing wrong thy natural promptings are thy laws thy joy keeps gushing into song the robin's song in the distance heard breaks not thy dreamy reverie it seemeth like some singing bird that years agone did sing to thee and the hours that thou hast grown beneath the swelling of youth's summer breath a blossom feeding on the air thy spirit once again doth wear perchance the rose within thy hand hath borne thee to that sunny land for nothing breaks so soon in twain the bondage of the present hour and dissipates all care and pain and bringeth back the olden days and youth and former scenes and ways like the sweet smelling of a flower and in its leaves perchance there was the scent of clover and sweet grass the bubbling brook's low lisping chime that gurgled the green woods along and running like an endless rhyme murmured a dreamy under song 
the whispering music of the pines low rustling overhead the trailing tendrils of green vines and red-brown leaves which carpeted the path which thou were wont to tread ere life was sad and dull and the bobolink song so overfull of rapturous weariless delight for loving of the glad sunlight perchance thou seest backward far into this land of pleasantness perchance less joyous visions press around thy heart and a sad sense disturbs thee of the difference of things which were and things which are thou thinkest of that dream of love that boundless morning of the soul when endless longing gan to move and yearnings all beyond control and then of harsh cold words and deeds of sullen apathy that lesson many a human eye in life's sad pages reads and thou perchance wast sensitive smarting beneath the barbed sting and couldst not quickly overlive its burning pain but felt the poison lingering in every vein for one who wears a tender heart in the rude crush of thoughtless life must often feel the sullen smart of cold indifference worse than strife will often feel youth's boundless faith wilt neath reality's chill breath and know at last that they who lean on custom fortune favour trust a reed which crumbles off to dust and they alone whose life within is self-supported self-sustained may upward look and dare all chance or freak of changeful circumstance and know that they a place have gained where fear and injury and shame are like an idly spoken name which though the whole world fall beside fixed and unconquered can abide from which all things around shall seem fair as the scenery of a dream and even harsh things be more kind and rudest facts but as the rind wherein a nature bold and strong hath drawn itself for over fear lest smooth words teach him soon to steer bewilderingly twixt rights and wrong turn back dear lady to thy life believe that thou mayst make this earth harsh though it seem and full of strife happy and glad by thine own worth for nothing liveth unto thee but by the life within and all that thou on earth canst see is its reflected imagery sad troubled or serene bow not before the sullen past that speaks of custom unto thee but all within thy heart broadcast so in life's seed-field generously act out the holy dreams of youth stand firm by that ideal hope that filled thy childhood's boundless scope put into action every truth with fearless and unclouded eye look forward on thine opening path from all disguise of meanness fly and keep through aspiration faith then shall a new spring bless the earth and in thy soul the world's annoys shall vanish or shall change to joys and life be as another birth the world so dark and dim erewhile shall wear the sunlight of a smile 
and humble souls most fain to shrink beside the road in weariness from thee as from a fount shall drink a freshened hope and onward press end of section one recording by alan mapstone